Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the League of Entertaining Gentlemen for January 2017. Joining us again tonight is the one, the only, the magnificent Mr. Stephen Waldinger. Stephen, how are you this evening? Oh, very good, very good. Very glad to be here. Happy New Year, everybody. And if you if you can't hear all the celebrations at this time, it's because you're a little late, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, it's still we're still partying like it's January first. So nineteen ninety nine. What you're saying is you're living in the past. Oh yeah. <laughs> ah, well, you, you know present stuff. <laughs> sometimes that's that's good. You know, get time travelers. You know, maybe you need cable to come by and rescue you, right? Oh, that'd be sweet. I'll be in the next Deadpool movie, which hasn't happened yet in my time. <laughs> yeah, because you're in 1999, January 1st, right? Yeah, I don't even think... We, we've had a couple of Batmans. I think that's about it. And we've had the Superman movies. You would have had three Batman movies at that point, And the last one, you were really... No, you would have had four. You would have had the Clooney version at that point. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So I'd be rooting for Y2K to kill us all. <laughs> uh-huh. You'd be looking forward to Star Wars Episode One and how amazing it was going to be and how cool Jar Jar looked. <laughs> but ladies uh, yes. and gentlemen not only are we joined by the miraculous wonderful mr waldinger we are also joined by the massive mountain himself the one that aspires to hulk us all coach mo hey buddy buddy see i added two buddies because you're both my buddies and i Aww. love you both here <laughs> thought you were gonna say mountain, <laughs> mountain, Mo and, ah. and mountain put together. Yeah, he plays on words. Mm. But I don't have a master's degree, so I can't figure that out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Only Mo. They're easy to get in PE. They're what? <laughs> They're easy to get in PE in kinesiology. <laughs> well, maybe I should have gone in PE then and figured out my master's, and then just be like, yeah, I have a master's, but now I'm gonna work in IT. What up? <laughs> Anyway, oh, I, Mo, I trust your judgment. You don't. No, don't do that. I'm drinking. I'm drinking beer right now, so I'm technically impaired. But you're not driving, so I trust your judgment cool. even more. Mm. Double trust. So what you're saying is, right now my inhibitions are not taken into account. I'm trusting my gut completely, and we are on this crazy train, and you are on board. Yes. Okay. Uh, if it was me. <laughs> if it was me, I would be getting off, but I, I, I got you. How are you, Mr. Mo? I'm very, very good. Uh, celebrating my 200th win. Uh, that happened on Tuesday. And uh, so got some plans uh, for the weekend with the wife. Very, very excited to just keep coaching and doing the things I love. And uh, comics have been great. Video games have been great. Movies have been great. I've just had a really good two weeks. 200th win. You know, um, without context, I have... Over a thousand wins in my yeah. particular field of study. I like that. And it's not anything real. It's it's Star Wars Battlefront. But you know, I think it's 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 close enough comparison to what you do, right? Yeah. No, you you got it right there. So I should be like calling up a like let's say Yale and being like, hey, I got over you know so many wins over Mo. And I should be getting a master's degree, like, right now from you. 
Uh, you probably could do that if you wanted to. Because you're Why a master's holder. That says, yeah. Nate, yeah. a thousand wins. <laughs> That's right. Like, oh, man, he's, he's really, really doing better than Mo. So we should, <laughs> we should give him like an honorary degree. Dude, that would be amazing. Now, now would they take like your degree away? Like when they made Shaq an honorary cop. It's like, <laughs> it's not that he was better than the other cops. It's that he had so many more wins than they had. So they were like, oh, we got to make him an honorary cop because he has all these wins. Because that's what it's about when you're a cop, with all the wins. Yeah. Because <laughs> the losses are sad. We don't want to talk about those. That's true. So let's move on to greater things. And Mr. Waldinger, what's what's new with you? What have you acquired recently? What have you been reading? Ah, oh, uh, the the, uh, the monthly comics have uh, stayed the same. I love my Squirrel Girl. I love Miss Marvel. Um, waiting on Sex Criminals to put out another issue could be a long wait, but I will wait patiently. Um, finished up Civil War. Uh, got read the latest issue of uh, Dark Knight Three. Um, the thing I'm most crazy about is one of my Christmas presents. I got a uh, comic from, I believe it was an 80s comic. Uh, it's a Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom team-up called Triumph and Torment. Uh, really, really good uh, story uh, written by, I believe it was Roger Stern, with art from a uh, pre-Hellboy Mike Mignola. And, uh, yeah, fantastic story. Doom and Strange team up to uh, free Doom's mother from uh, hell. Good times. Interesting. Now, how do those two, how does that team up begin? Are they fighting each other, and then one person says Martha, and then they work together? (laughs) As all team ups do, that's exactly what happens. Uh, No, it's um, like a sorcerer's, they're all Doom summoned along with Strange and several other, like, great sorcerers because of, uh, by this uh, um, sorcerer called the Elder One, who's, um, like, the oldest living sorcerer. And um, they're all given a task uh, to see who is the true Sorcerer Supreme. Um, It ends up being Doctor Strange, but Doom comes in second place. And so it works out that... Um, the Sorcerer Supreme has to give the runner-up, has to grant them a favor, and Doom's favor is asking Strange's help in freeing his mother. Hmm. That's interesting. So, there, Doom is considered a sorcerer? Yeah, he has, um, it, 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 it varies in how much it's emphasized, but he has, um, he has, um, a, a background in magic. But he got struck by cosmic rays, right? That, that's yeah, what gave him his power, not his no, pulling I mean, rabbits out of hats. In the Fantastic Four movie, that's what happened. But in the comics, uh, no, no, he—I um, believe he built his armor from scratch, um, using his advanced scientific abilities. I feel so lame right now that I don't know at all <laughs> how Doom got his powers. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I it, knew it varies. Was... It's been tinkered with over the years, but yeah, he, um, his mother was a sorcerer too, and that um, that's kind of what ended up getting her in hell. And then, um, but yeah, Doom Doom uh, built the armor, um, which has you know, which is like super advanced armor. Mm-hmm. 
See, I believe Doom doesn't have any have any powers without the armor, huh. but his armor is you know super advanced weaponry. So he's basically Iron Man. He, you know what? He actually is Iron Man right now. Um, there's um, as the result of Civil War. Um, spoiler alert time. There's going to be a lot of them, maybe, probably during this. But first spoiler alert here is for the end of Civil War. The Civil War uh, comic so- look comic line. We should clarify. Yeah. <laughs> so it was hinted, well, months ago, something happened to Iron Man. Nobody knew what. Now we finally know what is that Iron Man's in a coma. So there's two ongoing um, series of Iron Man. One is Riri Williams um, is taking is becoming Iron Heart with Tony Stark as her AI. And then in the other Iron Man series, it's called the infamous Iron Man, which has a reformed uh, Doctor Doom um, deciding to take up star- uh, the mantle of Iron Man. Hmm. Interesting. Now, I read issue one, and it was uh, it was it was a good it was a solid read, but um, it didn't. I didn't pick up issue two yet. I might go back to it at some point, but. Um, uh, issue one was just okay, so I wasn't like, yeah, I must get issue two right away. But it is a, it is a good, it, it's a definitely worth reading because I, I, lo- I do love a good he- uh, villain turns hero story. Is that so kind of akin to Doc Ock being Spider-Man? That was a, in a sense, actually, yeah, it is because um, Doctor Ock's plan was to uh, switch bodies, hence killing Spider-Man, but then Spider-Man. Like they, when they shared, uh, when they switched bodies, they also shared memories. And uh, Doctor Octopus saw everything that you know Spider-Man went through his whole life. So Peter's at the time dying request was that he you know continue being Spider-Man. So Doctor Octopus, with a sense of honor, does carry you know take on that responsibility of being Spider-Man, but he does it his way. Hmm. Interesting. So. Moving on. And that was a great series. I do. Re- I highly recommend Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I I meant to pick that one up at some point, but it's probably I can probably get the trade at this point on it. Oh yeah, sure. All the trade. It's complete completed in trade, so nice. they're waiting for you. So go ahead and move on to the next one. We we talked about that a lot, and I think Moe's kind of checking out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm here. I was Before just there going. <laughs> I was kind of like looking up just tidbits on Doctor Doom while you guys talking. I was like, man, I only know him as a bad guy. So. <laughs> I'm kind of interested to read him as a good guy or reformed bad guy, I guess. Um, with that, does he like do it his own way? Like, can he still have Doctor Doom qualities when he's working as Iron Man, or is it not so much? In, in issue one, it cut, there was like a character who kind of like was like, "Oh, you're still doing all the Doctor Doom evil things," but overall, I think he's genuinely trying to do good, but with a lot of distrust. Because I think at the end of issue one. The the thing was, you know, looking to track him down and beat the crap out of him. Okay. Um, yeah. So if we're talking about what I'm reading, uh, I've read The New Hulk probably, I want to say I'm like 10 reads now. Um, love it. Uh, Jen Walter's filling in, taking over the story. We're getting rid of that she-Hulk part. I, I really like that. Um, I also read The Totally Awesome Hulk, the one with Jeremy Lin. Um, oh, I read that one. <laughs> Really good read. Um, the the part two comes out next Wednesday, um, and they had the first four pages up online on uh, Pox, uh Twitter. So I read the first four pages, and it leads to 
the Hulk and his sister are still fighting. And God, I just hope that that relationship gets mended. I think that story is going to be so good with them together. I'm not looking forward to it with them being apart. Um, but other than that, that's probably been the ones I've read uh, the most. Christmas break was really good. Uh, coaching basketball, we won one of our tournaments, uh, took second another one. Um, Christmas was pretty chill. Uh, wife and I, we do this uh, five presents thing where we kind of try to surprise the other person. She got me an autographed uh, Dave Buckus uh, jersey and an autographed Mike jersey, Mike Ditka jersey. And I freaked out of both. So I was like, you're an amazing woman. Thank you so much. Um, I got her a... Um, NES Classic, and she's played a lot of that. I had, I actually, there were days where she didn't change or shower. She just played old Mario games. So that was kind of fun to watch her geek out like that. Um, but that was pretty, pretty chill and relaxed break. Well, super rad. Congrats on the tourney win. Thank you. Uh, that's what actually helped me. Uh, we had five games in that tourney. We won all five. And so that got me even closer to 200. And then we won 200 this last Tuesday. 200. Uh-huh. 800 more to go to catch you. I know. <laughs> God, 800 more wins. Come on, guys. I <laughs> <laughs> just go to another tournament. You'll crank that out in like two weekends. <laughs> All right. So, Steve, anything else? Uh, um, I got a. I bought at my. I was home for the holidays. I went to Erie, Pennsylvania, and I went to my uh, old comic book store, Books Galore, uh, Erie's premier comic book store, and I bought a used copy of Watchmen for ten bucks, which a great deal. But I was genuinely surprised that when I opened the book, I found these old um, like notes. They were from a college class that was teaching comics, and I just think that is the coolest thing ever of all time. Hmm. That's really cool. So yeah, I don't. It's only like two pages. So I don't know if it's just like an English class that just you know did like a little focus on um, on comics, or if it was like a whole class they dedicated to comics. The book's called Understanding Comics. This particular pages were from chapters five and six but um yes i'm, I'm very intrigued and very encouraged that comics are being taught in college hmm. yeah i mean it's i was uh, had a recent discussion with dan zare from coffee with kenobi he's a he's a high school literature teacher and he's a star wars to teach in the classroom so it's really cool that you can use you know star wars or comics to teach these mediums it's awesome mm-hmm yeah, we did in, my, in one of my uh, college English classes. We did we used we read one comic, um, Art Spiegelman's uh, Mouse, which is him telling um, his father's story of surviving Auschwitz, and all the characters are animals. Uh, the the uh, the Jews were mice, the Germans were cats, and then they had other animals for different uh, um, you know cultures as well. Nice. Well, for me, I haven't had a chance to read anything. I'm a, I'm a terrible person. Very bad. But I did get caught up with, before the winter break, of all the, you know, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV shows that are airing right now, um, Gotham and 
Arrow, and they had that big crossover episode with all the four shows oh. going together. They pulled that off pretty well. I was impressed. They did for the for the actual three episodes that it mattered. The oh, Supergirl oh, yeah. starter one yeah, didn't really do anything. Supergirl was a crocker. Oh, that was a big croc. Uh-huh, because they actually replayed that whole scene in The yeah, Flash. Yeah, so you could have skipped Supergirl entirely and not missed one thing related to the uh, the crossover. Mm-hmm. So, but I got caught up on all that, and the crossover was fine. It was okay. Um, kind of, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't use something to deal with Supergirl more, because in the recent episodes leading up to that, she was kind of at odds with... Uh, the I think it's called Cadmus or Cadmus. Yeah, um, Cadmus. The organization there that was against aliens, and so they had this big thing to kill the aliens. And since she'd be the only alien on this Earth, maybe they could just protect her for a couple minutes and then just use that thing to kill the aliens from her planet, and then it'd be done. But they, but but they don't want to kill aliens on that on on her planet, though. Uh, well, not on her planet. No, so they take the the stuff from her planet. To this aliens oh, invasion crossover. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're done in like two minutes. They're like, oh, I got this. She goes back and she gets it. <laughs> and they're all, they're all, they're all good to go. Just go get uh, Luther's thing. But yeah, um, but good, good, good uh, stuff on that side of things. I haven't read it yet, but I got Doctor Afra, the new Star Wars title from uh, Marvel. Um, again, I need to catch up on all my comics, but I did go see rogue one so i'm not a terrible star wars fan i saw it three times <laughs> so i just haven't had a chance to get to all the comics yet i did also uh consume the uh catalyst book um that leads into star wars rogue one so my star wars fandom is is still there it's just the comics i i gotta be i use them i i usually save them for when i travel because i use the comicsology app i get the physical copies i redeem the codes and then I read them on Comixology, but uh, I haven't had a lot of travel in the past couple months, so mm-hmm. I haven't really had to. But that's all right. I'll be waiting for you when the travel comes. Then yeah. you'll, you'll, be, you'll be you'll have read everything. You'll be mm-hmm. all caught up. I'll be all. What ready. is the Cosmicology app? What is that? Comixology. Yeah. What is that? That is an app on your tablet or smartphone by Comixology. C O M I X O L O G Y. That mm-hmm. allows you to read pretty much any comic that you want to on your device. You can buy it, or you can redeem codes and connect it up and be able to read all your good stuff on there. How do you redeem the code? Like, where are the codes at? So on Marvel Comics, some of them have... It's it's usually about three-fourths of the way through the book. There's a sticker that, you, that it says, hey, you know, redeem this code to get the digital copy. And then you redeem it on Marvel.com. You link your Comixology and Marvel accounts together. And voila! It's on Comixology. My mind just blew. Like, that was I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, it's actually really good. I mean, that's why I like being able to buy... Because I wanted to read them all, right? And I want to read them on yeah. my on my uh, device because I just I prefer reading it that way. I like to go sell to sell. And... By doing the the code that comes with the digital copies on the uh, Marvel app stuff, it's actually really nice because I get my collector side for having the physical copy as well as being able to read it and just taking it with me wherever I go. It's like the best of both worlds. 
That's awesome. Uh, I'm definitely going to be trying that out. Like, that's got me. I'm, I'm not looking on my phone for that app, but I'm looking on the phone, my phone for that app right now. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's actually a really good app. And it's they were bought out recently by Amazon. So if you bought any digital Amazon comics, they're all on Comixology waiting for you, too. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, did I say they bought Amazon? I meant Amazon bought them. Just want to clarify. Like, it's our deep comic pockets. <laughs> we know where the money is. Direction comics number one. <laughs> All right. Well, that kind of concludes our interesting look at our uh, stuff that we've been entertained by recently. But, you know, when you guys read comics, do you ever... Are you ever moved one way or another by comics? Do they... Do the words on the page influence you the way that a movie could? Maybe a movie to laugh, to cry, to feel something along with the comic book. Steve, oh, definitely. What do you? What what has done this for you? Um. Well, um. Every single issue of uh, Squirrel Girl makes me laugh. Um. Uh. Out loud a lot too. Um, I just recently, an, another Christmas present was they did a Squirrel Girl um, exclusive graphic novel um, called The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl Beats Up the Marvel Universe, where Squirrel Girl beats up the entire Marvel Universe. And so many great highlights in here. Just, I think the my personal favorite was that uh, Tony Stark b- built Squirrel Buster armor to uh, try and stop Squirrel Girl. And... It's just so many, so many jokes in the book. They, they even um, uh, Ryan North, the writer on the book, and at the bottom of the page, he'll put in little, like, little very small text that just adds even extra jokes to you know what's the already funny page that you're reading. So, yeah, every single month, I know that I have a you know a barrel of laughs waiting for me in uh, Squirrel Girl. Um, Deadpool is also, of course, a funny comic. It. I found that it varies, though. Like, um, there's always some humor in a Deadpool comic, but um, the really funny ones are uh, a couple of years ago. They did some, uh, like, flat. They were called. Uh, they were intentional, like, filler issues. Like, um, like, there's an opening paragraph on the page that explains that um, these were issues like pre-written and everything ready to go to like in the event of a delay. So this way they could just pull this issue out and have it ready to publish so that they can, you know, whatever the delay was like the art or the writing or whatever, they can get that all squared away for the next month. Um, And so it was a running joke that they had these, they had a bunch of these uh, ready to go for Deadpool. I think the first one that I ever read was um, this, it was sixties Deadpool. And, yeah, seeing Deadpool interact with all the 60s characters and the 60s times was hilarious from start to finish. They, they went back to it a couple of times. They did one for the 70s and the 80s. I think in the 80s, Deadpool was, I think he was somehow involved with uh, Iron Man, you know, getting the alcohol problem. I, he probably gave him his alcohol. It's been a while since I read it. Um, but also, there, um, there's been some touching moments in Deadpool. Um Cable died a couple of years ago, uh, and there at the time they had, oh they did a special issue of the Cable and Deadpool uh, series just you know just to kind of go over 
uh, how Deadpool was processing the death. And the last page was him breaking the fourth wall talking about it. But the way he was doing it, I interpreted it as that was him processing the, the grief of, him, of, you know, Cable being dead. And so that actually touched me that, you know, dead, Deadpool uh, was able to express that emotion. Um, and then the another comic that uh, really made me cry, and it makes me cry every time I read it, was uh, Why the Last Man. Why the Last Man? Um, in the again, as I mentioned, spoiler alert! Alert. Um, at the the very last issue of the series, um, it's like a flash forward for the most part of like uh, old man. Yorick, he's been cloned, so he's like one of his clones is actually like interviewing him, and he's recap, you know, he's going over, you know, various stages of his life, and so one of the things he he talks about is the um, his old pet ampersand, who is this monkey that always got you know got the group into trouble, and he had to you know ampersand was getting old and sick, so you know what you do with old sick animals is you have to sometimes put them down and he had to put ampersand down. And every single time I read that page, I get very teary eyed because I, you know, if you ever had to put an animal down, I, I did. Unfortunately, it's not at all fun. So it was good to be able to uh, get some therapeutic relief reading uh, why the last man and seeing Yorick struggle with that with ampersand. That would have crushed me. Like I'm, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. Yeah, me too. Can't, can't do that. Not ready. Then she's gonna start Mo. talking about Marley and me. Mo, it's it's time for you <laughs> Probably, to liven yeah. the mood a little bit. Yes. Talk about funny comics. Um. Well, the first one, uh, the the one that's brought me the most joy, um, is the Indestructible Hulk run. Um, I think there's only 16, 17 issues in that. Um, but in there, like he's just going through it. And if you've followed the Hulk all the way up to this point, it's not funny. But if it's your very first Hulk comic, which is what it was for me, you're just like, oh, man, he's fighting this guy and he's fighting this guy. And now he's in Mexico and now he's doing and <laughs> all this crazy fun stuff's happening throughout this like thing. And again, if you don't know that the Hulk and Banner are basically at odds with each other and there's this giant eternal war going, you wouldn't understand what's happening. But I, one of my favorite runs. Um, when we're talking about emotions, um, the new Hulk brings me more joy than almost anything I've ever read. And it's not because it's funny. It's not because it's sad. It's because it's the first time they've given me a real emotion from Banner's death. Um, as a lot of you know, uh, Bruce Banner is dead. He was shot by Hawkeye with um, an arrow that... Bruce Banner made for Hawkeye, saying, if you think I'm going to turn, put me down. So Bruce Banner is currently dead. He's not with us. And Amadeus has this itty-bitty, like, freak out. But it's nothing. It, it's I never got closure out of it. Like, Amadeus is still not okay. And that's what's happening in his comic run is he's not okay. He's not talking about it. But what goes on with Jen Walters in that comic and the emotions and everything she's dealing with, it's it's not action packed. There's not fighting. There's not anything. It's just raw, beautiful, wonderful emotion of what she's dealing with from after getting wrecked by Thanos, and then waking up to find out that her cousin is dead, and how she's moving past it. 
again, I, it's not that it's sad. It's not that it's happy. It's just it makes you feel that real emotion that we've all had where you're, you're like, I'm going to be okay today. I don't know how, but I'm going to. And it's her dealing with that. And it's just I've read it multiple times. Um, I'll probably read it again this weekend a couple times. I just am so I, – I went on Twitter and thanked uh, the writers because it's such a wonderful story. And I'm so glad that they shared it with us. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah I'm glad they addressed that. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool that that perspective of it too. It's not something that, you know, makes you laugh or cry, but it's something that just deepens your emotional feeling. Mm-hmm. Just a very good story. Um, the I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I wish I could. Um, but the author, I guess she also writes some of the Supergirl stuff. And so I'm planning when I go to the comic book shop on Sunday to pick up some of that stuff just so I can read it because what she's giving me here makes me want to read more of her work. Um, but again, I, it's a newer name, so I wish I knew it off the top of my head. So, well, cool. Yeah. For me, I mean, I'm, I got to admit that there's not much that I can think of with. Uh, comics that have moved me one way or another because i just haven't had as much exposure to them as you guys have uh i still consider myself to be very much the babe of comics wait babe um (laughs) let's say like newbie there we go newbie when it comes to comics um because really my my entry point is uh for the most part always been star wars star wars is why i always got stuck or why i started looking at comics with you know the dark force series back in the day and then even now, that's what I keep up on, even though I don't keep up on it very well, as we've discussed earlier. Uh, I That's the stuff that I go and I read. I don't, even though I really enjoy Iron Man, he's my favorite Marvel hero, uh, I really enjoy Batman. I don't keep up with their stories because they're just, they're so vast, right? But looking at the Star Wars experiences that I've had so far, there have been some really good runs that, especially the Lando run. So did either of you guys read Lando? I didn't read it, but I, I did buy an issue for my friend because uh, well, she's both a Star Wars fan and she uh, had a rabbit named Lando. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't, but I read the Han Solo one, and that one was really good. So I'm guessing same kind of stories. Um, maybe not the same kind of stories because I actually haven't read the Han Solo one yet. Mm. But so the Lando one came out first. It was one of the uh, first kind of spin-off comics that they did with the Marvel's uh, run. And in it, there's there's a, a choice that uh, a character that you know from Episode 5, the I think they call him Lobot. Um, he's the guy that's kind of the guy that helps Lando run the, the Cloud City. He's got the thing around his head. You know who I'm talking about? He's a bald guy with the thing around his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a really nice moment there where, you know, Lando's in a pinch and, you know, everything's about to go wrong. But if if Lobot does this thing, everything's good. Everything is going to be okay. But by doing so, he has to give up himself. He has to give up his mind uh, and who he really is as a person to save his friend. And he makes that decision and he does it. And the way that, you know, that paired with the way Lando reacts and the way that you you know in the movies he's still there he's still his buddy um and it just adds weight to what you see later on um from that comic from from that story that you told 
So it's it's a touching moment. It's actually a really nice. Um, I don't know if it's a really nice piece for them to to put in that comic because honestly, going into Lando, I wasn't really expecting much, but coming out, it was probably one of my favorite runs of the of the new Star Wars stuff, and it's five issues long, so it's not super long, but uh, you can get the trade really quickly these days. But it's a good story. There, there's actually stuff that Lando says that makes me laugh because it's Lando. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there is some humor in there. And it's just really touching by, you know, the relationship that he builds along the way with his buddy and the ultimate choices that are made and just the way things pan out. And I really like it. So that would be, from my limited experience, uh, the comic run that really has kind of moved me the most. Um, there have been others, I know, that have made me laugh or chuckle or things like that. But kind of the one that stands out to me right now is definitely the Lando comic. Oh, super awesome. Speaking of super awesome. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> Not the one you ride. Wait. <laughs> You're writing it into the next segment. Oh, there you go. Ooh, segue <laughs> to the segment. <laughs> on the segue. I don't even know where we are. Are we on a subway now? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Because if we're on a subway that takes us to subway, we could get on the Segway. And go to the right way? <laughs> I got no clue. I got nothing. Anyway, so let's move on from, from this little emotional discussion about, you know, things that have made us laugh, things that have made us cry, things that have made us feel in comics. To, we're going to do something a little fun here. A little, little interesting that we thought would be inter- entertaining for you out there listening. And that is a draft. Mo, since you're the sports guy... Why don't you tell the listeners who may not know, what is a draft and what are we about to do? Hey, listeners. So drafting is when you're going to pick a group of players to your team. It's basically that thing that happened in PE when you were really little, where you were always picked first for kickball because you're awesome. Every listener was picked first. That's what I'm going to tell you. So then when you go to sleep, you're going to feel real happy about being picked first. Your first listener. Don't let anyone tell you different. But in this draft, we're going to be picking superheroes through any universe, any kind, the small ones, the big ones, the really smart ones, the really dumb ones. We're going to pick them. However, because the draft is very special, there's money involved because, well, fantasy football has ruined everything. Amen. <laughs> so yeah, we are so this doing the money auction draft. Uh, <laughs> We have a budget of $100, I believe, correct? Yes, $100. $100 hairs. And we'll t- we're going to take turns nominating different heroes, and we will bid on that hero accordingly to be on our uh, team. So someone's got to keep track of these picks, and someone's got to keep track of the math. I don't trust Mo because he's got a master's degree, so I'm going to trust you, Steve. All right. I was, I was going to trust you, listener, because I love you the most. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> I said wink because you can't see that I'm winking once because it's a podcast. You're welcome. Mo. Uh, I wish the. Uh, <laughs> yes. do, you guys, do you guys know Micro Machines? Uh, yeah. Or, the little or car. The micro Machine guy might be the guy, you know. He has the, the auctioneer type voice. You know, Micro Machines. Blah, 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 blah. Sold. Yes. 
So I wish we had him to be our auctioneer, but we don't. Died, but we'll, we'll make do. Is he still alive? I think so. I hope, I hope so. Yes, he deserves to be around. Mm-hmm. So I am doing, or I'm going to try to put a one-minute timer on each of these picks. So if you don't, well, one minute seems a little bit long, but uh, you know what? We're just going to do going once, going twice, sold. Never mind. Forget this whole timer thing. So, Stephen, you're keeping track. And yes. what order should we go in? Should we go from least experienced in tallest sports? to shortest? <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go. The one that we can really quantify easily. Who was born first in the year to who was born last in the year? Let's do it that way. Does first start in January? Yes. Go me. So. I was born in April. April. (laughs) I'm I'm a a May guy. I was born in January, April, then May. It's pronounced May-ho. May-yo. All right. Oh, you're a May person, too? Or am I not the main person? Never you're, mind. You're I'm Jamie. <laughs> I'm talking to my clone. <laughs> That's right. So I will nominate the first pick in the 2017 League of Entertaining Gentlemen draft. Fantasy draft. Superhero draft. Whatever you want to call it. And it's not a draft beer, unfortunately. It is a draft of people. So, nominating is Darth Vader. Ooh. So Darth Vader, I nominate for $1. Going once. I'll $1. bid five on Vader. Darn it. All right, five. I will bid six. Going once. Seven. I will bid eight. Going once. Going twice. Sold for $8. And we should tell the people that we are we're going to get a team of nine in total. And tonight we are just drafting the first three of our team. So it goes to the April born next, which is Mr. Mo. I nominate the Hulk for a dollar. Ten dollars. Oh once. <laughs> Going twice? Ten dollars and one penny. Okay. <laughs> Going once. Going twice. I gotta say eleven dollars. Come on now. Uh, eleven dollars <laughs> and one penny. <laughs> eleven fifty. We're I'm, making you do whole dollars I, here. I stopped I stopped on Darth Vader. You're all mean. <laughs> All right, so we're at eleven fifty for Steve. Going eleven fifty one. Let's do whole dollars. Come on, we got to go up by no, a dollar. Thank you. Make it a dollar. Got to get it cheap because you guys can basically say any number, and I feel like I have to go above it because I not, love him so much. We're not doing these these pennies. There's no pennies in this draft. It's all dollars. Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Going once. Going twice. Sold to Coach uh, Hulk. Yay, Hulky. <laughs> All right, Steve, who are you throwing out? I throw out Batman. Ooh, Batman. Opening bid. 
I'll bid five on Batman. I will bid seven. Nine. Ten. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Thirteen going once. Thirteen going twice. Fourteen. Darn. I was like, I was about to talk too. Fourteen going once. Fourteen going twice. Sold to me. So, at the end of this first uh, bidding section, I got Darth Vader and Batman for a total of how much, Steve? I believe you have $78 left if my math has fa- hasn't failed me. Okay. Now, so now was... quick question. Once you got to three, you can't bid anymore. Not entirely accurate. Once I get to nine, well, I can't bid anymore. So oh, yeah, we'll see how everything goes. Yeah, hypothetically, somebody could do a fill up a decent portion of their team today. Uh-huh. Today. Okay. All right. All right. Good to know. Good to know. So it comes back to me to throw out the next bid of the night. And for this for this special bid, I am throwing out the one, the only Spider-Man. Aha. Uh-huh. I bid like Steve's getting this guy. I bid five dollars. Uh seven. Ten. Ten going once. Oh, um twelve. Twelve going once. I think I go thirteen. <laughs> uh fifteen. Uh, fifteen going once. Fifteen going twice. Sold to Mr. Waldinger. Yay! That's the single highest bid so far. <laughs> I figured he'd go for a little bit, you know, more than that. And I'm surprised that Mo didn't jump in on some of that action because the Hulk and, I, and Spider-Man took up quite a bit. Yeah, but we didn't say which one, so I can still say Morales, can't I? Oh yeah, sure. So, so yeah, so you want to say that you got <laughs> Peter Parker, Spider-Man? Yeah, that that was Peter Parker, Spider-Man, just. Because it was not clarified, then, yeah, by default, I guess that would be, yes. But, yes, if you want to throw Miles Morales in there, super awesome. Okay. And my Batman is obviously Bruce Wayne Batman, so. <laughs> Ooh. You didn't yeah, clarify, uh, oh, so, no, you, you get someone Banner else. Or do you have Amadeus? Uh, yeah, ba- Banner Hulk's the one I wanted. Um, stronger because he's Hulk Hulk. Hulk Hulk. Hulk smash Hulk. Yeah, that's the one I want. All right. So now we move on to Mr. Mo. Who are you going to throw out? Um, I'm nervous to go with him. I think I was going to try to get you guys to spend more, but I feel like if I don't, I will not be doing my heart justice. So I will be doing Professor X. I'll be starting at $8. $10. Golly. $10. Going, okay. $11 going once. $11 going twice. I gotta go 12. I gotta go $12. Come on, it's Professor uh, X. 13. 13 dollars going once. Going twice. Sold to Coach Hulk. I like it. Got the two I wanted. 
Professor X, $13 to mow. That gives you Professor X and Bruce The Bear. Hulk for 25 All right. So, Steve, it's your turn to throw out the next in our draft. I am throwing out Superman. Superman. Clark Kent. Clark Kent Superman. Okay. <laughs> so there's been so many. <laughs> All right. So Superman, opening bid. I'll start with five. I will go $10. Ooh, I'm going to go 12 I will go $15. Ooh. Uh, 16 Uh, $16 going once. 16 going twice. Sold to Steve for $16. All right, so at the end of this round, how are we sitting as far as who we've got on our team and how much money we have left? All right, let's see. I'm, I've got, I believe, $69 left. Moe's at $75 and... Nate, you have 78 left? I don't believe you've gotten anybody recently, correct? Not recently. I've just been bidding. <laughs> okay. It's so, tight and agonizing. Uh-huh. And who is on our teams? Um, I have uh, Spider-Man and Superman. You, Nate, have uh, Darth Vader and... Um, uh, I lost your other guy temporarily. I'll find him in a sec. Who's the other? It was, uh... He is Batman. Uh, yeah, yeah, Batman. That's right. Wayne. The Bat. And then uh, Mo has uh, Professor X and the uh, Hulk. Bruce Banner Hulk. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. So, let's go into our final round for tonight. And to begin this round, I will throw out my choice. The one... The only Wolverine. And by Wolverine, I'm going Logan. Mm. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> so I will start the bidding at $5. Six. Seven. Seven. Eight. Nope. Eight dollars going mm. once. Nine. Uh, nine. Dang Ten. you. Ten dollars going once. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Sixteen. Going Ah! going once. (laughs) Sixteen. Going twice. Sixteen. Sold. Bye, Wolverine. Wolverine. All right. Mo, who you got? Well, I don't know. That was my pick. <laughs> I was hoping people had already spent some money so I could get him cheap. Um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with one that I think is a surprise pick, and I'm hoping I can get it for a little cheaper. We'll find out. I'm going to go with Ray from uh, Star Wars Force Awakens. Ah. Ooh. And my opening bid's going to be a dollar. Three dollars. Eight. Ten. Eleven. 
$11 going once. $11 going twice. Sold to Mr. Re Mo. Got it. Got it. <sighs> All right. And finally, Mr. Weldinger, the last selection for this evening. Who you got? I'm going to go Iron Man, a.k.a. Tony Stark Iron Man. Tony Stark Iron Man. Opening bid. Start with five. Seven. Seven dollars. Nine. Nine. Uh, let's go with uh, ten. Ten dollars. Ten going once. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. Fifteen. Mm. Fifteen going once. Fifteen going twice. Sold to me. <laughs> All right, Mr. Waldinger. So give us a uh, give us a review of what has been selected, what remains, and Mo. I want you to give us the rating for this episode's uh, draft. We want to see who who do you think is in the running for the best so far, Mo. Okay. So Steve, first, the lists. Okay, bear with me for just a brief moment here. All right, so we started off, Darth Vader went to Nate. Um, next, the Hulk went to Moe. Bruce Banner Hulk went to Moe. Uh, Batman was next, and he also went to Nate. And then after uh, Batman was Spider-Man, who I got. Uh, Professor X was next, and he went to Moe. Uh, Superman was next, went to me. Uh, Wolverine um, went to Nate. Uh, Ray from Star Wars Episode 7 went to Moe. And then Iron Man uh, went to Nate. Our tallies after these, uh, this initial uh, couple of rounds of uh, auction drafting. Uh, Nate's down to $47. Mo has $64 left, and Steve has $69 left. And I've got four characters, right? I believe that is correct. And you guys uh, both got three. Mo has three, I, and you I have, have two. three, he has two. Okay. So, Mo, the rankings, please. Um, when I got Ray, that I feel like that nudged me over you. And only because I feel like the Hulk... I've seen in comics take out Wolverine. So my Ray versus your Vader. And I really like what Professor X is going to do to the rest of your team. Um, but I'm actually putting Steve in first place right now with extra cap space with Superman and Spider-Man, whose speed and agility has proven to be very difficult for the Hulk. I'm going to give him the number one, followed by me at two, followed by Nate at three only because of the expenditure of the cap. I feel like when I get my fourth, I feel like Nate's going to pop up a little higher, and I'll be knocked down to last. Very accurate rendition, sir. Rendition? Yes, good analytics there. Analytics, yeah, there you go. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the, mm -hmm. the, the unbiased look 
at at that because you could have just said Hulk is on your team. Hulk's gonna win, <laughs> but he did a good job recapping that. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Mo. Mm-hmm. Oh, and thank you, Nate. So, dear listener, what do you think about these draft picks? I on my team, I've got one Star Wars guy with Darth Vader. I've got one DC guy with um, Batman. And I have two Marvel guys with Iron Man and Wolverine. Moe's got the Hulk, Professor X, and Ray. And Steve has Spider-Man and Superman. Steve has Spider-Man and Superman. Triple S. I get it. I know your game now. <laughs> All right. I'm my team, too. <laughs> That's right. So, listeners, let us know what you think of these draft uh, picks so far. Who do you think is going to be faring the best out of this draft? And we will continue and go to night number two. What do they call it, Mo? When you go through the rounds and they they break them up into different days? Day two. Just day two? Okay. It would be day two. (laughs) So that's, that's the recap for month one. Month two, we'll have to see where we all go from here. And we want to know, dear listener, what you think of these teams so far. So send us a tweet at entertainingpod. Shoot us an email, connect at thatsentertaining.net. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Voiced by Nathan. Mo, where are you? Uh, you can find me at Coach Hulk on Twitter or Coach Mahoney on Xbox Live. And Steve. Uh, at Steve Waldinger, S-T-E-V-E-W-A-L-D-I-N-G-E-R. That's me on Twitter and Instagram. Ooh, Instagram. Snazzy. It's fun. <laughs> so anything else to to mention before we let the listeners go for this month, gentlemen? Mr. Uh, if you get Mo? a chance. Oh, yep. If you get a chance, go over to playsomevideogames.com. Uh, there's a bunch of great stuff there that a lot of friends of us have written. Uh, I've done a little writing. Nate's done a little writing. Um, just a good place to talk games, and it's it's just a really healthy community with people who just love games. Um, if you want to just kind of connect to people who, you know, we don't do this to get paid. We just write because we love it. Um, we've done a really good job of keeping it super positive there, and we'd love to have more of you over. Awesome. Mr. Waldinger, final thoughts. Just uh, two short days ago, I picked up Love is Love. It was a, uh, it's a comic anthology uh, that was um, published to uh, benefit the survivors of the um, Orlando nightclub shooting. Um, so if you uh, can find this book at your local comic book store or, or local bookstore, pick it up. And uh, pro- um, at least a portion of the proceeds go to um, the families of the you know, survivors, um, victims, and families of um, uh, the Orlando um, nightclub shooting incident. And also there's an online version you can get, too, if your shop doesn't have it. Cool. Thank you, sir. And for me, uh, as Mo said, Play Some Video Games is a great spot. You can also find the other podcasts of the That's Entertaining Network, I guess you could call it that, with the Entertaining Pod. Uh, entertaining pod <laughs> that's entertaining uh the flagship show uh where we talk about movies and things that are entertaining we'll be soon discussing for january the assassin's creed movie and spoilers someone from this chat other than me 
is going to be on there. So look forward to that. And we also recently posted an entertaining chat with Dan Zare, as mentioned earlier, from Coffee with Kenobi. So give that a listen. And it's a, it's a really nice chat with him. He's known in the podcast realm for the Coffee with Kenobi podcast. And he writes for StarWars.com. And he's also a teacher. So if you have any uh, love of Star Wars, teaching, or literature, make sure you give him a listen. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We thank you for listening this week. We want you to keep on reading those comic books, and I will, I'm going to do a better job at reading mine. So join me, join Steve and Mo, as we continue reading, and we thank you for listening. Enjoy. Enjoy.